Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And we're live. Check this out. Yes, J-Doc, CJ, and V the Gorilla. They call us alternative. Yeah, because we ain't vanilla. We got the hard-hitting facts coming out that manila. Fold the truth in the media is afraid of the realists. Check the statement of the deep state. Yeah, they faked it. Mainstream news pulled the cover up the sacred. Everybody hates it, but who's the one to face it? It's rogue news to expose truth to the nation. Yo, who are the ones that are not afraid to speak the truth? Educate the youth, exposing lies and who they listen to. Hey, they want to call collusion. You ain't got the proof. Who? A lot of people lying. Now, but what they got to lose, yeah. But we're not like that, only interested in facts. Making sure we get it right, earn the trust of the mass. Population's only strong when liberty's intact. And as a wise man said, if it's not, it will last. It was George Washington, by the way. All right, all right, all right, folks. That was uh, our buddy Jack Caricelli who did that track for us. Uh, big shout outs to Jack, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he did a solid job. Yeah, yeah. Jack is uh, J Docs. J Docs doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Doing his thing. But uh, sorry for the late start. We had some uh, technical difficulties, and uh, but now we are uh, we are all set, my man. We are all set. I think we start rock and rolling. Siege. Uh, how was your Labor Day? Uh, what did you do? You know, it's yesterday seemed like a Sunday all day. It did you know, feel like a Sunday, dude. It really did. It felt like a Sunday, but no, it was, it was good. I uh, went and visited the in-laws. We uh, relaxed, kicked back, and and didn't do a whole lot. So it was it was it was very chill, very nice. That that sounds awesome. Kicking back, relaxing, and not doing a whole lot sounds epic to me, CJ. It sounds epic to me because uh, I mean I love doing nothing. I love doing just nothing, just chilling, just not doing anything at all. I love it. I absolutely do. Uh, with that being said, brother, uh, let's get into it. Um, here's something funny, Siege. When is the far left SJW? When? Are they going to learn? When are they going to get it into their head that the country, especially the the majority of us who have expendable income to buy their trinkets, expendable income to buy their sneakers, expendable income to buy their phones and their apps and, and whatnot, when are they going to realize, Siege, right, that supporting anti-American social justice warrior nonsense is going to backfire? The latest example, folks, the latest example 
is none other than this reject himself. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. See, what is what is what is this Colin Kaepernick up to? Well, you know, he's been out of the NFL now for uh, at least two years, right? At least two or three yeah. years. You know, I, I've watched him play before. I would say he's probably, you know, an average, you know, quarterback. I, I, I don't think if that. That he, if that average quarterback. And I think in, in, in realizing that he tried to up his value by uh, kneeling for the nas- national anthem and, you know, wearing uh, socks that had uh, policemen portrayed as pigs, you know, on them. He became the voice of, you know, I, I want to say it wasn't the, the the Black Lives Matter movement. It was more just regarding, you know, all the ingest in the world. V. Yep. Yep. They have lost. Here's the funny thing. You got Colin Kaepernick talking about Black Lives Matter. Colin Kaepernick, who's half white. Colin Kaepernick, who was raised by a white mom. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, who was adopted by a white family in, in a in a in a suburban and and I think we went over this whole thing when this idiot started out with his uh, kneeling of the flag and during the whole 2016 election and all that nonsense. This guy, okay, Colin Kaepernick's connection with the black community, especially the black inner city community. Colin Kaepernick knows the struggles of an inner city black youth the same way that somebody in outer Mongolia knows what's going on in the South Bronx. Colin Kaepernick has the closeness to the black community, the struggles of the black community, and he faced the struggles of the black community similar to what a desert Bedouin in Saudi Arabia has felt inner city discrimination struggles, the the um, the entire concrete jungle type scenario of the inner city. That's how similar it is. Colin Kaepernick has no freaking clue. Colin Kaepernick, who was raised in the burbs, went to private schools, was sheltered his entire life, upper-middle-class kid, right? What is this half-breed? I mean, this is this is the same thing. It's the same thing as Sean White. Sean White. You all know Sean White. TJ, you know Sean White? You know who Sean White is? Not the yeah, snowboarder. Yeah, look yeah. At this. These are very but I'm talking about... Sean White, the uh, the guy who started Black Lives Matter. He's a white kid. He's a white kid. Okay? So, <laughs> there's no credibility here. So, you're taking somebody who's just an idiot. And you're making him the poster boy. And you're <laughs> creating an ad campaign. Believe in something. Even if it means sacrificing everything, what the hell did Callum Kaepernick sacrifice? From the time that he was born to the time that he got into the NFL, what sacrifice? What? What? Uh, what? 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 Huge battle did he face? 
he had the skids like most minority communities and most minority kids, they would have the skids greased for them. Colin Kaepernick did not face anything. What what struggle is he? He's the poster child of struggle. It's beyond me. And so because it's beyond me, it's beyond, and it's completely beyond mainstream Americans, the majority of Americans have seen this nonsense coming from a mile away. And what's their response been? How much money has Nike lost so far, CJ? What was that estimate? Did it say something like $2 billion already? $4 what billion right now and counting. $4 billion and counting. There are videos of people setting ablaze. Setting ablaze. They're Nike sneakers. In fact, the number one trending hashtag right now on Twitter is hashtag Nike boycott. Number one. You figure the left tards learn something. You you, you you figure Dick Sporting Goods. What, what do they do? Oh, we're not gonna in those gun states. We're not gonna sell guns. Okay, fine. Your sales just collapsed. You're gonna go to ESPN, and you you're gonna you well, the, the 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 last place where a man can go to escape the political world. The stresses of daily living and trying to provide for his family. A man goes to ESPN thinking he could put on a freaking football game or a basketball game. I mean, what sport is left for a man, CJ? What sport is left for him that hasn't been tainted by the liberal contagion? Wow, that's what, a good what question. sport hasn't been tainted yet? It seems like everywhere a man turns, everywhere it's been contaminated. The the liberal social justice warrior has been it's metastasized. So here he is. He can't even turn on ESPN without guys bitching about Trump. Grown ass men crying, thinking this is what me this is what mainstream men want. We don't want that. We don't want it. And ESPN losing a half a million. Subscribers, a half a million folks, subscribers in one month. Everything from Twitter to Facebook, all of it facing backlash. The Liptars tried to go after In and Out Burger for whatever damn reason. Oh yeah, because they 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 uh, did a campaign contribution to the to the Republicans, and that and that failed huge. You figure that the mainstream liberals would say to the far left and to the Democrat National Committee and say, hey, you know what, guys? We need to rein it in. We need to bring it in. Let's not go off on this deep end. Nope. But, see, the very things that we talked about, Siege, the very, very things back in the 2016 election, what did we say? We said the worst thing that could happen for the Democrats is to go, is to double down and go extreme far left. And, folks, that's exactly what they have done. They have went extreme far left. And now Nike has lost $4 billion. $4 billion. Was it worth it, Nike? Was it worth it? People burning your shoes. Crap, man, I got two pairs of Nike, CJ. I got I got two Air Force Ones I might have to burn. I might have to throw that on the barbecue grill or something. V, you know what's interesting? Like, 
you know, obviously Colin can say, you know, do whatever he wants on his own time, right? I mean, I'm a huge advocate, you know, free speech, you know, what have you. Every, everyone deserves that. But for corporate America to partner and portray this as some type of huge sacrifice, right? You know, so you look at the slogan, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Sacrifice what? No NFL team wanted him. (laughs) It wasn't like he was turning down contracts left and right. And, you know, so Nike, you know, it, it would be something for them to come out and say, hey, you know what? We realize that our tennis shoes shouldn't be cost costing $125, $150, especially in a lot of the black communities where a lot of underprivileged kids struggle to even find food on the table, yet alone to even want or, you know, they desire to own a pair of these tennis shoes that are financially out of their reach. There's a lot of other ways that Nike could have came around to show corporate you know, you know, help the community, help the black community, no, other than portraying this as something that it's not. I mean, specifically, B, if we remember another athlete who probably would have been, you know, much more about the new face in this anniversary that Nike's coming up, perhaps could have been someone like Pat Tillman. Pat mm-hmm. Tillman, who gave oh up, my god, that would have been perfect. Gave up his NFL career as a starting defensive back who sacrificed everything made the ultimate sacrifice and you know that's that's a sacrifice that's giving something up is when you walk off the field for serving a greater cause serving something greater other than just his other than what colin is doing is just trying to raise his social uh clout i really don't see him doing a whole lot of other advocacy things that are making a difference, you know, for the black community. So for Nike to come out and do this and force this down our throats that he is some type of, I mean, shoot, I, I saw a meme a little bit ago. Give it to Alex Jones. <laughs> give it to look, look, give it to Alex Jones. Look at look at everything that he had to, to give up to come out and tell the truth. And he's been completely shut down now. It's just, it's just me. I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't feel, I don't understand why corporations you know, feel this need to to uh, this, this this entire social justice, you know, program when we know that Nike, who has, you know, where do they usually manufacture their shoes? They usually they use, you know, child you know, labor. Man, it's out in China, Vietnam. I mean, China's gotten too pricey, so they're, they're, they've shifted out to Vietnam, Cambodia. Um, how, you, you know, they're, they're looking for the cheapest possible place to go ahead and manufacture their shoes. Their shoes, what? Cost three four dollars to make. They go ahead and sell them for two hundred bucks. You know some of the more expensive ones, and most of it's just fashion garbage, man. They're not even good on your feet. You know, there's so many other sneaker companies that are here made in America that that are fantastic. You just need to spend the money on it. It actually works, and it's better for your feet, and it's actually better for the structure of your feet, and it allows you to have better balance. But yeah, man, dude, totally. It's I can't wear I can't wear Nikes. They're they're the narrow they're, as they're, hell, man. They're, they're made too narrow. much for they're made too much for beta males. They're made for a feminine foot. They really <laughs> are. Like Colin like Kaepernick. I, I have a caveman foot, a, a good flat foot that, yep. you know, is built for walking barefoot on ground. I can't exactly. wear them. 
Yeah, and, and dude, it's the same thing. And, you know, these guys haven't done jack squat for these minority communities. I mean, I, look, man, we've all seen the news report. The kids hanging out in, like, some of the poorest areas in New York City. They have a line going out the, out the you know, around the block. Uh, a couple thousand kids waiting online. Why? Because the new Nike Air Jordans are coming out. The new Jordans are coming out. And as soon as they buy the new Jordans, the first kid that comes out is going to get shanked. He's going to get shot. He's gonna grab. Someone's gonna grab his 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 uh his shoes. We've seen the rioting that happens in these poor minority communities. Over what? You thought somebody got shot by a cop? No, the new Air Jordans are out. The new Air Jordans are. I gotta get them. I mean, and and they love this crap. Nike's a parasitic company. A parasitic company. I don't like them. People ask me, well, what kind of you know? Yes, I have two Air Force Ones. I bought many years ago, and I still have them. I, I have I have a lot of shoes. Shit! I just looked over. I have three Air Force ones. <laughs> but my favorite shoes, I really don't wear them much. But my favorite, you know, dude, I love New Balance. New Balance Asics. Um, there's a great shoe company that I just bought for guys with like who like to walk barefoot. It's called Innovate. These are not the toe ones; they're like regular sneakers, but they allow your feet to spread. Which is how you're supposed to be walking, so you didn't get back pains and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I've seen this. You know, um, yeah, so stuff like that. That's why, like, the Nikes are crap, dude. They're. I look at these Nikes, I'm like, it's garbage. It's just total garbage. Anyway, it's ridiculous, bro. Ridiculous. Moving on, Siege. And again, we had some technical issues, folks. So uh, some of the uh, topics that we had, we have no access to because it's literally the emails. Uh, that we're sending back and forth are not accessible at this time. Uh, thank you, Google. Follow the story. You take it where you want to go, bro. You take it where you want to mm-hmm. go. So yesterday, you know, some people were were angry when I covered the uh, death of the uh, of the leader of Donest of Donbass. Yeah, I saw those comments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's some guy. How dare you? He was a brave man. How dare you? How dare you? I'm going to unsubscribe. I'm like, uh, and I, I <laughs> respond back with with a bunch of laughing emojis. Yes, yes, yes. He was very brave, but he's very stupid. <laughs> I urge you to go back and listen to yesterday's show if you haven't heard my comments on what's going on in Dunbas. And why the Russians have literally washed their hands out of the whole Donbass thing. Because you know what? See, Russia is a very pragmatic country. If they're not going to keep throwing money in the hole, okay, they're not going to keep throwing money in the hole if it's not benefiting them. Unlike us. You know, we, we have a we have a run to failure mentality. We'll run it until the wheels fall off and we fall off, and then we just leave the pile of crap in the corner and move on to the next, uh, you know, impossible mission that we wanted to go to go ahead and tackle. Russians don't like that. So why did the Russians say, hey, you know what? We don't have anything to do with Donbass. Yeah, the idiot who got killed, and he is an idiot. You're a moron. You're a separatist leader. You're going to go have lunch at the separatist cafe. Then you wonder why you got assassinated. Like when he got blasted, CJ, and his soul left his body, and he was the magical harp, you know, appeared and He's strumming his harp as he's floating in, away into, I don't know where, maybe heaven, maybe hell. I have no idea. God be the judge, right? But he's like strumming his harp. Bring, bring, bring. Do you think as his soul left his body, CJ, that his soul must have said to himself, 
as a separatist leader, I should not have eaten at the separatist cafe. Maybe if I have not eaten at the separatist cafe, I wouldn't have been blown up. You think he thought about that? I mean, what a dummy. Good God. And because of dummies like that, the Russians are like, these people are really stupid. We're not going to support them. Okay? And they, they stopped supporting Donbass. Why? Well, they have Crimea. Anything that is of any sort of importance to the Ukraine is in Crimea. The deep water ports, the LNG gas reserves, the wheat fields, all that good stuff is right there in Crimea. They have it. Okay? And while Joe Biden and his cockamamie, convoluted, psychopathic son, Hunter, is out there with these uh, fictitious shell companies that are masquerading as LNG and oil and energy companies that are out there hydrofracking the hell out of Ukraine's water table and destroying the natural resources of Ukraine the same way they've destroyed the natural resources in the water table that is in Romania and Lithuania and Latvia. The same pillaging program, the pogrom of, of resource rape, has begun in the Ukraine. And uh, Ukraine is a failed state. So why do the Russians stop? Well, they have Crimea, like I said before. But most importantly, Ukraine's biggest foreign investors, guess who, Guess guess who? CJ, drumroll, please. Russia. Ah. <laughs> Kiev. Ukraine's capital. Ukraine's government in Kiev. Kiev's own statistics show that Russia accounted for damn near 50% of its foreign investments in 2018. Wow. But they listed as from Cyprus. And if you know anything about Cyprus, like I know anything about Cyprus, which I talked about back in 2012, exactly what happened moments before and after the uh, Cyprus bank failure, what happened Money from Cyprus is predominantly Russian. Russian business interests. Russian business invested $436 million, half a billion dollars in Ukraine. The first half of 2018. Ukraine state statistics services show the accounts for 34.6% of the total $1.3 billion of foreign direct investments. Cyprus was the second largest investor at $219 million followed by the Netherlands, Austria, Poland, France, and Great Britain. The biggest investments were made in banking and insurance. <laughs> Why are big investments made in banking and in insurance? $750 million or 60%. Wholesale and retail trade. Manufacturing is only 8%. IT is only 8%. Okay, see, here's the thing. When you have a failed state like Ukraine, Right, when you, uh, all right, folks, we're going to put on our thinking caps here. When you have a failed state like the Ukraine, why do you suppose that the number one investment is banking? <laughs> right. <laughs> See, so let me ask you this. Let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to Libya. When Libya was being torched, torched by the U.S. and its allies, by its proxies, the quote-unquote civil war in libya it wasn't civil and there was no war it was a deep state coup that killed Gaddafi. god rest his soul 
But when you look at Libya, what was the first thing that the quote-unquote terrorists set up? You think they captured the oil fields? Did they set up a new refinery? Did they set up a new drilling mechanism with pneumatic drills? Did they set up some sort of infrastructure program? Did they did they set up some sort of maybe a a, a, a bakery, CJ, a bakery where where pita bread is is delivered to the to the denizens of of Tripoli? Was it that? Was it was it perhaps a a factory that made baba ganoush, freeze dried baba ganoush delivered right to your door? Uh, via using Amazon, Amazon Prime. Was it that? Was it a Baba Ganoush factory? Was it kebabs? Were they selling a new? Was it was it uh, uh, Al Nursa's kebab grill? Come one, come all. Uh, you know, a five ninety nine all you can eat. Was it was it one of those? Did they open up a Sizzlers down in Libya? No. What was the first thing they did? They set up a central bank. When I first read that CJ, I went, Raggy? <laughs> I mean, if I was a terrorist jihadist, and I want you to think about this, folks, let me let drill this into your head. In Islam, okay, as it is in in, in most ancient Near Eastern uh religions, and this is how it is in the core of Christianity as well as Judaism, uh, we've gone away from that. But uh, in those religious books and the epitaphs that are in there and the laws and bylaws, the regulations and this, that, and the other, uh, CJ, is it lawful to 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 lend money uh, while charging interest on it? Is that something that Allah condemns or condones? Condones, correct? Yeah, he condemns it. The, he condemns the... Uh, did I just get my words mixed up, CJ? Condone, condemns. See, it's a Tuesday brain fart right after uh, Labor Day. Anyway, it's against Islamic law to lend money and charge interest. Can't do it, right? Now, if I'm a fanatical terrorist miscreant, I am a, I am the one of the holy, the holy warriors. I am one of the the mujahideen, right? I'm this, uh, this great terroristic mastermind and, and I'm running a terrorist group you think I'd set up some madrasas you think the first mission that I would do after I capture a country is to put every woman in a burqa ban driving get rid of human rights stop any sort of entertainment kill music close down the bars the clubs no 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 you think that's that's what I would do I would set up some new mosques but no that's not what happened the first thing I do as a as a as, as an Islamic terrorist is go ahead and set up a central bank, <laughs> which lends money to the government while charging interest. <laughs> That's very Islamic. Very Islamic. That's why this whole global war on terror, folks, is nothing but a giant charade. It's a giant charade. And if uh, and 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 now switching gears real quick. Why is it that the biggest investment in the Ukraine, CJ, the biggest, is banking? Why is banking? Because, <laughs> you know, when people are blown to bits, the infrastructure fails them, they have a, a, a massive banking crisis to begin with. As a, uh, uh, Ukraine and Havernia, the currency is, uh, is, is, is absolutely hyperinflating into oblivion. It's losing so much of its purchasing power and its value. And into this 
cacophony of monetary chaos, the first thing that comes to my mind as an investor is I need to open up a bank. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you open up a bank there. And you have banking investments there. Why? Because everything in the Ukraine has shifted. It has shifted from a physical economy into that which involves money laundering. Oh, then you need a bank. Mm. Then you got some bank Mm. interest. Narco-trafficking. You need some funds to clear. You clear through the Ukraine. You know, we're going to have a guest on here from the Ukraine who was there. It's um, you know, my buddy, um, Jason was out there. Uh, you're gonna have him. Uh, we're gonna bring him on. I think he's he's on tomorrow. I think he's there, right? Yeah, I think that is I mean, perfect. And he's gonna explain to you. You, he was there during the Maidan. He was literally walking the streets with his video camera during the Maidan. And he will tell you, he's an American living in the Ukraine, and he will tell you straight up. The shenanigans that are happening there. So you don't need a banking, all this banking investment, unless you're involved in the hallmarks of a deep state, Western stooge, failed state operation. And what are some of the hallmarks of a failed state in the in the hands of the cabal? What does the cabal like to do? Well, the cabal loves narco trafficking. You need a bank for that. The cabal loves human trafficking. You need a bank for that. The cabal loves using cryptocurrencies. Yes, 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 yes. There's a small percentage of them. They use cryptocurrency. They need to clear it. And guess what's now the global hotbed for all sorts of transactions, human, narco, and crypto? Mm. Ukraine. Ukraine. You want any sort of chicanery done? No other country in the world offers you that person, the one with a black heart, to transact in utter and total debauchery and darkness than Ukraine. How is that possible? How is that possible? Right? How is that possible? Well, you it's it's possible because of the 1.3 billion in foreign investments in 2018, over 60% of it is from banking. 60% of it. Eight percent goes into IT, right? Little, 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 you know, five, six, seven, eight percent in manufacturing into basically no bid contracts to work on a bridge if it ever gets finished. It doesn't matter to some construction company that your banking buddies own. And this is how nations are destroyed. Do you get the picture, folks? Do you get the picture? Am I making it very clear? Am I making it clear? I know you guys get it. I know you get the picture. But that's that's the funny thing in the Ukraine. Ukraine is absolutely corrupt. Horrible. And um, that's the situation over there, man. See, what else is on your radar, brother? Well, we need to talk about your favorite company, uh, V. We need to talk about, uh, it, looks, it appears that Tesla once again missed production of their model three about a month ago oh, i thought they had a tent cj i thought they had a tent and they're they're, they're churning out seven thousand vehicles a week but what happened <laughs> oh my <laughs> you know God. yeah so you know especially after that whole, that whole entire debacle of 
Musk coming out and specifically saying, yeah, we're going to we're going to go private. We're going to we're going to go private. And this is the thing, you know, I believe there was a celebrity who went to jail for doing uh, much less than that. I think her name was Martha Stewart V. That she yes. Jail for some uh, insider, quote unquote, insider trading. Uh, so this is a few weeks after J.P. Morgan has came out and pretty, you know, just said, "Listen, uh, you know, m- just a scathing report on Tesla, on Musk, you know, his leadership. He's get there's more and more calls for his resignation to step down, uh, you know, as CEO. And now we're learning that Goldman is reinstating coverage with the scathing sell report, issuing to you know, advising the forecast. They stayed in here other specifics regarding." You know, obviously the production issues, uh, competition, the the tax credit, uh, you know, going away for for the electric vehicles uh, doesn't really go on to state a lot about Musk and his failure uh, to bring Tesla uh, to any type of formidable uh, manufacturing of of automobiles. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, again, you know, we talk about how. Uh, government just picks and chooses who success successes it succeeds in business, and this is another great report. We're we're seeing that with uh, Tesla now, and now we're learning uh, V that um, they'll they'll eventually be be downgraded. Who knows about the future of them? Yep, absolutely. CJ, here's the deal. You know, I call Elon Musk. You know, I never call him stupid. He's not stupid. Right, he is a con man. He is a snake oil. He is a con man of the highest order. Okay, I don't think he's stupid. So, CJ, let me ask you this: What do you think the chances are that all our old boy Elon, who went out and and does these public Twitter tirades that sends the stocks crashing, he does this multiple times in a year, multiple times, he'll say something stupid that'll either raise the stock price. Or it'll say something stupid that lowers the, tr- the stock price. CJ, how much you want to make a bet that when our old boy Elon went out there and tweeted that Tesla should go private, that he wants to take it private, that he was shorting Tesla stock himself? Mm. Mm. How much you want to make a bet when he came out and said, we are having production capacity, knowing full well that he doesn't? If they have a production capacity of 5,000 vehicles or 7,000 vehicles per week, knowing that he physically cannot churn out those cars with all his production and logistic and production line problems, how much do you want to make a bet? He had some bets on that stock. He was riding that stock up. That's a good call, V. Yep. And this is why the SEC is looking into this all of a sudden. Okay? This is why the SEC is looking into it. And that's what's very, very suspicious of this. So you can say that Elon, oh, (laughs) Elon's like Trump. And he just does things on Twitter. Trump's not an idiot. He doesn't just tweet out things just for the sake of tweeting out things. He's he's dictating the flow of where the news and the media is going to go. He's a master of it. Elon's not this knee-jerk moron. It, it appears that he is to the layperson, but I guarantee you Elon is riding the hell out of his own stocks. I guarantee you when he says, oh, yeah, we're going to take it private, he was shorting the crap out of his stocks. 
The question is, you got to understand, Tesla does trading in two things. Number one is the Tesla stock, which everybody's looking at. But the other thing that they're also involved in that we don't have any clear idea of is the carbon trading. They're involved heavily in trading carbon credits. So is Elon playing some sort of arbitrage between stocks, the valuation of his stock, and the carbon credit trading? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. I think something worth a look. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what stinks about this. See, the whole thing is, is if it smells like a rat, it looks like a rat, talks like a rat, chances are it's a rat. And Elon is a master con man. A master con man. Folks, there's no future in electric vehicles. I, I, told, I told you that years ago. There's no future. Electric vehicles have been tried already hundreds of years ago. The same problems persist. They're unreliable. There are they're, they're too many variables involved in its power delivery. It, it, it just, it's, come on. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to pull up to a, a recharge station, wait around like eight hours for your stupid car to charge? All right, honey, we're going on a road trip. Okay, we're going to stay. I mean, come on. The future is hydrogen. The future is like LNG. Look, look the the internal combustion, people are like, oh, the internal combustion engine is obsolete. Far from it. Cars are producing damn near zero hydrocarbons. They're not even polluting anymore. Because of the advanced catalytic conversion and the emission control systems they're using today. They're not even polluting anymore. So electric vehicles, all of them, everybody who sells these damn stupid cars, they sell them with massive subsidies. And if there's a subsidy, it's because it's a racket. It's a legal racket. And once the subsidies, the subsidies are gone, the con men in these stupid cars are gone as well. God help you if you're ever in a crash in one of these things. You will burn to nothing. I don't even think we can even identify your DNA if we were to take your teeth out. That's how bad these electrical fires are that happen to these electric cars when the batteries burst. Do you know that? It's the only vehicle where firefighters are not, are not even allowed to rescue you because of what's called invisible flames. They can't even see the flame unless they're near it. And it burns at over 2,700, 800 degrees, which can melt steel to liquid. All because you want a virtue signal in your stupid Tesla. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's like I want to kick somebody. I'm going to spend. If I'm going to spend one hundred and twenty thousand dollars on a fully loaded Tesla Model S with the P90 package. So I can have ludicrous speed. I was like, man, if instead of doing that, go, you know, be a real man, grow yourself a pair, go get a, a a BMW M5, go get a Mercedes E63 AMG. Those things will do zero to sixty in three seconds, and grant, grant, granted, it'll be a tenth or two of a second faster than the Tesla because it's electric motors. But past, dude, up to the quarter mile, the freaking the Beamer and the Merc will leave the Tesla for dead. Leave it for dead. People are crazy. 
crazy CG. Absolutely. Hell, go get a Cadillac CTSV. It's a much better car, more entertaining. Hell, any one of these cars that I just mentioned handle better, they ride better, they're built better, they have more better reliability and better technology than the stupid Tesla. Ugh, hate Tesla. Ah! All right, I'm I'm over it. <laughs> uh, what's next, man? One, one more V, one more. You know, uh, Nikki Nikki Haley's threats. Oh God. Uh, to 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 Russia, uh, oh, not God. to <laughs> not to not to uh, commence bombing in Idlib, not to do it because there's a threat of chemical weapons there. Don't do it, Russia. <laughs> And then less than an hour later, uh, Russia's dropping a massive bombing campaign into the lib uh, overnight. Good. So, yeah. Good. Because uh, Nikki Haley's understanding of geopolitics is uh, similar to a kindergartner's understanding of string theory and physics. Nikki Haley has no freaking clue of anything. She's an idiot. She's a talking skirt. Talking head, a bobblehead, nonetheless, a moron, somebody who graduated from the Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Tickle My Butt Graham School of International Studies. In other words, she knows next to nothing. She knows just about as, actually, even less than what Lindsey Graham knows. And Lindsey Graham is still mourning the death of his boyfriend, John McInsane. Good riddance, Johnny. May you rest in hell. So, you know, so the, the operation in Idlib has begun. The final. The final coup de grace, the, 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 the finishing touch on the entire Syrian operation is coming to an end, my friend. Yeah. Yep. So that's a good thing. It really is. And with that being said, my man, uh, we've come to the end of the program. That is it. That's a wrap. That's let's a wrap. One more time. Just let's play this out. So, again, Jack Caroselli, he couldn't be with us this morning. Uh, but, again, J-Doc Studios, want to thank him for – putting our rogue mornings anthem song uh, together he did he did a fabulous job with it so let's let's close it out with this v one more time what do you think let's do it Check this out. Yes, J-Doc, CJ, and V, the gorilla. They call us alternative. Yeah, because we ain't vanilla. We got the hard-hitting facts coming out that manila. Fold the truth in the media's afraid of the realists. Check the statement of the deep state. Yeah, they faked it. Mainstream news pulled the cover up as sacred. Everybody hates it, but who's the one to face it? It's woke news to expose truth to the nation. Who are the ones that are not afraid to speak the truth? Educate the youth, exposing lies and who they listen to. Hey, they want to call collusion. You ain't got the proof. Who? A lot of people lying now, but what they got to lose? Yeah, but we're not like that. Only interested in facts. Making sure we get it right on the trust of the mass. Population's only strong when liberty's intact. And as a wise man said, if it's not, it will last. It was George Washington, by the way. 